Hello, this is Aban from newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Thursday, the 27th of October. Allegations of Operation Lotus are back in the news, this time from Telangana. Police claimed to have detained 3 people while they were allegedly trying to lure 4 MLAs of the Telangana Rashtra Samiti into the BJP fold at a farmhouse on the outskirts of Hyderabad. This comes less than a week before the Munukode bypoll in Nalgonda district. One of the four TRS MLAs, Pilot Rohit Reddy from Tandoor constituency, had tipped off the police about the alleged deal. Cyberabad Police Commissioner Stephen Ravindra said, "According to NDTV, Reddy is the complainant in the FIR that claims rupees 250 crore was offered to the four MLAs. After the police raid, the MLAs were taken to the home of Chief Minister and TRS President K Chandrasekhar Rao," NDTV reported. Those detained have been identified as Satish Sharma alias Ram Chandra Bharti, who is a prominent priest from Faridabad in Haryana. D Simhaiya ji a priest from Tirupati and Nandakumar a Hyderabadi businessman BJP has denied the allegations saying there is no reason for the party to offer astronomical amounts for four MLAs when TRS the ruling party has a majority Union Minister Kishan Reddy a senior Telangana BJP leader said it was a drama scripted directed and produced by Chief Minister K Chandrasekhar Rao Operation Lotus is the term used by opposition parties for the alleged bribing or intimidation of legislators to force them to switch over to the BJP. Legal troubles don't seem to be ending for Samajwadi Party's most prominent Muslim leader Azam Khan. Months after he was granted interim bail in an alleged cheating case, Khan has now been found guilty of hate speech over his comments against Uttar Pradesh Chief Minister Yogi Adityanath in 2019. A court in Uttar Pradesh's Rampur sentenced him to 3 years in prison and imposed a fine of rupees 2000 on the leader. A complaint was filed against Khan by Akash Saxena, an advocate and a local BJP leader who contested against him in the assembly polls earlier this year. The SP leader faces nearly 90 cases including those linked to alleged corruption and theft. Listeners, hate speech is not restricted to just politicians. Last month, the Supreme Court had observed that television news channels often escape without any punishment for giving space to hate speech such content does not just denigrate a democracy but also impacts public trust in the people's watchdog a recent survey has now found that the decade old popularity of the tv format is now waning to know more read our report on newslaundry.com it is titled tv news consumers prefer bulletins over debates says news survey We're able to bring you such reports and analysis because we don't depend on governments, political parties or corporations for ads. News Laundry is an ad-free platform. We rely only on you to support us. So if you're not a part of our independent news model already, head over to newslaundry.com and click on the red subscription button on the top right corner of the screen. Subscription plans start as low as rupees 300 only. Pay to keep news free. Ahead of the assembly elections in Gujarat and Himachal Pradesh and the MCD polls in Delhi, The war of words seems to be heating up between the Aam Aadmi Party and the BJP. On Thursday, Delhi Chief Minister Arvind Kejriwal visited the garbage landfill at Ghazipur in an attempt to highlight sanitation as a central issue for the Delhi civic elections. Ahead of his visit, BJP workers thronged the site with black flags and called Kejriwal a liar. Kejriwal, however, called the protests illogical and said he was surprised to see BJP workers protesting. Talking about free pilgrimage for Delhi's elderly citizens, the chief minister compared himself to Shravan Kumar, a character from Ramayan who was devoted towards his blind parents. He said, and I quote, "For once, I urge BJP voters to forget party affiliations. We will clean up Delhi. I want to tell the mothers in Delhi, vote for your son who took you to pilgrimages." Unquote. He also said, and I quote, 
I am only here to see what the BJP run MCD has done. The BJP had just one big task, keeping Delhi clean, and it has failed. We will not protest if the BJP wants to come to see the schools we have built, the Mohalla clinics we have built, unquote. The BJP and other parties, meanwhile, continued to condemn Kejriwal for his demand that pictures of Lakshmi and Ganesh should be printed on currency notes. The Congress called the AAP a B-team of BJP and RSS, while the BJP said the AAP's politics was taking a U-turn. Congress leader Manish Tiwari asked Kejriwal why photos of Baba Sahib Ambedkar should not be printed on the notes. BJP leader Manoj Tiwari, meanwhile, called Kejriwal's remarks a political gimmick ahead of the assembly elections. He said those who objected to the Ram Mandir have come with a new mask. Defence Minister Rajnath Singh on Thursday said that Pakistan is committing atrocities against people in its occupied Kashmir and will have to bear the consequences. Hinting at retrieving Pakistan-occupied Kashmir, the minister said the goal of overall development in the union territories of Jammu and Kashmir and Ladakh will be achieved after reaching Gilgit and Balkistan, which are parts of POK. The defence minister was addressing an event to mark Shaurya Divas in memory of the landing at Srinagar by the Indian Air Force on this day in 1947. He said, and I quote, We have just begun our journey of development in Jammu and Kashmir and Ladakh. We will achieve our goal when we reach Gilgit and Baltistan. Unquote. He claimed that in the last few years, some so-called intellectuals have cried human rights violations when actions were taken against terrorists. The minister said that terrorism has no religion and that the only aim of terrorists is to target India. According to the International Energy Agency, Global energy emissions are set to peak in 2025 while surging prices due to the Russian invasion of Ukraine propel investment in renewables. This is in sharp contrast to the IEA's remarks last year. In 2021, the agency had said there was no clear peak in sight in energy emissions, but the new higher investment in wind and solar was setting up demand for all fossil fuels to peak or plateau, leading to a drop in emissions. Releasing its latest annual World Energy Outlook report, the agency stated, and I quote, the global energy crisis triggered by Russia's invasion of Ukraine is causing profound and long-lasting changes that have the potential to hasten the transition to a more sustainable and secure energy system." Unquote. Based on the latest measures and policies announced by governments in the face of soaring energy prices, the IEA forecasts global clean energy investment to rise by more than 50% from today's levels to $2 trillion per year by 2030. Global CO2 emissions are likely to reduce per year to 32 billion tonnes by 2050, down from the current level of 37 billion tonnes per year, the agency said. The Paris-based organisation projected a steady demand for all types of fossil fuels. Oil demand is likely to increase in the mid-2030s and will gradually decline due to the uptake of electric vehicles. The share of fossil fuel in the global energy mix will likely reduce from 80% to just 60% by 2050, the IEA stated. Lee Jae-yong, the son of late Samsung chairman Lee Kun-hee, has been appointed as the South Korean giant's executive chairman. Imprisoned twice for bribing a former president, Lee Jae-yong was convicted of bribery and embezzlement in 2017 before being granted a special presidential pardon in August. The 54-year-old has been vice chairman of Samsung Electronics, the crown jewel of South Korea's biggest business conglomerate since 2012. In a statement, the company said, and I quote, the board cited the current uncertain global business environment and the pressing need for stronger accountability and business stability in approving the recommendation." Unquote. After his father's death in 2020, Lee had become the de facto boss of the world's top maker of memory chips and smartphones, which reported a 31% drop in its third quarter profit on Thursday. The company was founded by his grandfather. 
granting him pardon, the office of the then South Korea President Moon Jae-in said that his release was made in the national interest. Considering the effects of the pandemic on South Korea's economy and global markets, the country's justice ministry decided to release Lee. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a great day or a good night, depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And subscribe to our YouTube channel.